We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Midday Show. John Ritchie, Howard Eskin, the king. Sponsored by McGurk's Pub and Grill. Head over to one of their three locations for all the action. The place to go for playoffs. Great food, quality drinks, awesome atmosphere. Go to McGurk'sPub.com. Howard, it's just you and me, buddy. Joe is unable. He's unable to be in attendance. I'm going to step away for a moment, uh, literally to go to the bathroom. That's what happened. He's always whining about something and always doing something and always patting himself on the back. And, you know, it's just, I mean, he's got the, the wine is just I got to get him some cheese. Uh, yeah. But by the way, today, Elvis should have been suspicion because everybody's got suspicion about what the hell's going on with Jalen Hurts and Eagles injuries and all that. So maybe that would have been more appropriate. But I love all of Elvis anyway. So, As do good. I, Howard. Yeah. Uh, I am not concerned about Joe uh, right now, but some people may be. We know it's gastrointestinal distress, which is nothing new. Uh, with the suspicion. <laughs> He's with a the bunch suspicion. of hot air anyway. He's a bunch of hot air anyway. So usually. Usually. Yeah. Uh, why, why did Nick Sirianni tell us that Jalen was hurting like hell? Well, you guys always want him to be honest, right? So um, he was he was honest. And, I, and here's what I understand. I, I just left practice. I'm headed to uh, an Eagles sponsor luncheon uh, for WIP. And, I, you know, I was talking to people. He played for the first time in, what, three weeks? So, yeah. you know, after. Oh. Uh, 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 look who's back. Uh, he couldn't. He couldn't help himself. Whole new man. Uh, trust me. I know. But for the first time in three weeks, so you're going to be a little sore. It's just it's only natural. You know, whenever you have an injury and you don't do anything, in a it's practice isn't the same as a game situation. It's going to be a little sore. I am not worried. All this Ray Dittinger and everybody else. Oh, he was really hurt. 
everybody on that football field has some type of injury Thank you. Uh, that causes But he's got more than most, Howard, right? Um, well, he won't have more than Lane Johnson, I can tell you that. No, but uh, most. most. Well, yeah, but, you know, that injury, but it's okay. Relax. He can manage it. He managed yeah. it. We watched him. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, did he throw a 60-yard pass? No. He threw, he threw a 50-yard pass. pass. Yeah, right, 30, yeah, 40 to 45, somewhere in there. So once I saw that, and I was saying to somebody at some point, I said, I want to see him throw a deep pass. And sure enough, in that series, he threw a deep pass. So I'm okay. He's going to be fine. It, it's just we, we all got to relax. If they lose, they're going to lose not because Jalen Hurts isn't doing the things he needs to do. And they know, they know that he's got to pretty much run most of his arsenal, RPOs, right. especially in the red zone. That yes. is really important in the red zone. No question. So you think that. it's likely that they, they let him be Jalen? Uh, I think 90% of Jalen will be out there uh, mm-hmm. for this uh, game in a week and a half or just over a week. I'm okay. It's okay. Come on, everybody. All Just right, calm down. Let me ask you this question, Howard. What, Thank you, what Howard. does concern you the most on the Eagles as they venture toward the playoffs? I mean, some people would say Gannon. Some would say, let's just say other than the lane factor. We all know that's a, a big issue. Other than lane, what concerns you the most? Well, I'm not worried about Jonathan Gannon or Shane Steichen. I'm not worried. You people that – I agree with I, you, Howard. I agree uh, with you. Yeah, it's just it's like over the top anymore. Stop. Uh, the guy's a good, a very, very good coach. So – what worries me, Lane Johnson, to see how mobile and agile he is uh, with that injury. I mean, that's, that's a tough injury, uh, and I get it, uh, and I understand it. Uh, I understand how, how difficult that injury is. So, and he's got to be, you know, he's got to be mobile. So, and, and I want protection on that offensive line. So, from that standpoint, I would say Lane Johnson, and, I, and then second – I want to see Avante Maddox back. My gosh, he's so important in that in that secondary. He really does a great job in that secondary. And he's, he was playing well before he got hurt again. So those are the two things. I, I'm, I'm okay with, uh, with Jalen. I'll tell you what worries me. I don't want them to play the Giants. That's what worries me. So difficult to play a team twice in that short a period of time, even though they didn't play their guys. And I get all that. Uh, but uh, Dallas, I don't worry about. They're frauds. They are total frauds. And that would be their fourth straight road game on a short week. So I don't worry about them. I don't worry about Tampa with the 107-year-old Tom Brady. I don't worry about them. I, I worry about the Giants because it's not easy to play a team twice in that short a period of time. Uh, and none of those – they're going to beat any one of those teams. Uh, it's the, the next week. So – now, I, Lane Johnson would be, as far as an injury situation, that would be my biggest. Uh, that would be my biggest concern. How much did the lack of momentum worry you, if at all? I don't buy momentum. Momentum happens in the first couple of series. That's where I think momentum is really important in the first couple of series. Because remember, how do you have momentum when you've been off for uh, for two weeks? How do you have that? Mo- I, I don't buy that momentum stuff. I really don't. I don't really don't buy it. Uh, so, uh, they just got to come out and execute. And today was a short practice. 
they didn't do much, and they're not going to do much tomorrow. Uh, next week they'll start to, start to get into it when they know who their opponent's going to be. I, I don't worry about momentum. It's like a baseball game. People talk about a team. You know, your first your pitcher in his first you know couple of innings you know, creates momentum. Your offense creates momentum. I, I uh, I'm not worried about that. I'm really not worried about momentum. Uh, they're going to be from that standpoint. They're going to be fine. They're a better team than anybody that they're going to play. But the toughest team still will be San Francisco, uh, I think. And obviously, I think they're going to get there. So, um, no, I, I'm okay. I, I, I'm just, hey, I'm relaxed. You know me. I'm just I hear Who's our, who's our opponent relaxed. in the divisional round, Howard? You don't want to play the Giants, but who do you think it'll be? I think it's going to be the Giants. I think it's going to be the Giants. I think they're going to beat Minnesota. Minnesota is just, they've done it with smoke and mirrors. Uh, now, they've played well because they it, it, the results are all you have to worry about. Uh, but that's been smoke and mirrors. Uh, they, they always play close games. When they beat the Giants, they beat it, what was it, a 61-yard field goal? They beat the Giants. Uh, so, yeah. that's, uh, I think that's the tough game. Dallas, hey, Howard. I mean, uh, all Dak Prescott does is throw interceptions. Yeah, Dak Star has fallen a bit here. Howard, we, we had a poll question yesterday. Are the Sixers legitimate title contenders? It came down 50-50. 50% said yes, 50% said no. What says you? You want me to break the tie, I guess, huh? I suppose um, you'd be like the vice president in this situation, going well, on in the Senate. What is legitimate? Do they have a really good shot? Is that Would that be legitimate? I would say legitimate is they're amongst six or seven teams well, yeah, that, that are – I mean, I'll say – Howard, I'll say this. There's no clear front runner. I mean, there really isn't. I mean, they're really if – you, if you look at the standings, you know, it's not like there's a dominant team this year in either conference. I mean, for instance, out west, it's like Denver again, and like, no one ever takes them serious, it's, ever. Well, Den- Denver has not been in the first before they've been No one there. takes them serious. Uh, well, I do. I do. Well, because... you shouldn't. You shouldn't because I can tell you right now they're not going to win the title. Okay. Well, I can tell you I would consider them more legitimate than the Sixers. How's that? Well, um, all right. So, what's the answer Joe to the question? Based on your own, based on your again. own definition of legitimate, are the Sixers legitimate NBA title contenders? I'll, I'll, I'll answer it this way. I think they have a chance because they have a chance, uh, but uh, I think uh, Boston's better. Uh, I think uh, Milwaukee's better. Uh, there are teams that are just better. They're just better than they are, and they're just better than they are. By beating up on bad teams, that game the other that's an emba- the NBA is an embarrassment. Playing Detroit, Detroit shouldn't even be in the league. That is a disgrace. Yeah, they're bad. A disgrace, a really bad. But they lost to Chicago, and don't tell me they didn't have Embiid. Uh, I don't want to hear that. Everybody has injuries. So, uh, do they have a chance? Sure. Uh, you know, James, Elliot, James sure. Harden playing better than you thought he would. Well, against Chicago, he shot no, like... No, but forget uh, one game. I mean, the last 15 games or whatever since he's come back... You have to games. be surprised at yeah, his right? high level of play. I mean, he's exceeding my expectations, Howard. Well, would I rather have Halliburton and Maxie in my backcourt? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll answer it that way. I'll tell you what, it's getting, Hall- to, it's getting to be more debatable. I mean, he's played very well lately, and I'm not, I'm uh, not a fan. I've been very clear. I don't, there's a lot I don't like about his game, but he's playing really good right now. Well, let them, when they play good teams, we'll see how he plays. Because they really... What good team have they played in this stretch? Really? Yeah. I mean, think about that. Now, there's not a lot of good teams in the NBA. But, again, yeah. when you look at 
the league, uh, and you look at um, especially the East, uh, there really are there are probably three yeah, or six. four teams. Yeah, yeah uh, nothing great. Easily, nothing great. yeah, right. All right, so, Howard. Quick, quick question for you because it is now. Um, let's see here. What are we looking at? We're looking at January the twelfth. I want to ask you a Phillies question. January twelfth. The Phillies have not traded Reese Hoskins. They have not signed Reese Hoskins to a long-term extension. They go to training camp. They go to spring training in about a month. What do you think happens here? Because we've kind of moved away from the Reese thing, but they still have to make a decision. What do you think will happen? Well, Dave Dombrowski was more than clear in his uh, after-the-season news conference, Reese Hoskins will be there in spring training. Uh, That's what he said. Now, beyond that, you don't know what happens in spring training. I think Reese Hoskins will be with this team. I think they would miss those 30 home runs. This team is built on scoring with home runs. Now, Trey Turner kind of changes a little bit of the dynamic, but we still have, you know, a 215 hitter leading off, and there's no way that Schwarber hits 46 home runs this year. Had a, uh, you know, home run-wise, he was terrific, but there's no way he hits 46 home runs. They need the Reese Hoskins. But remember, they're going to miss Harper till they said, till after the All-Star break. So that, that changes. Now, you don't win it in the beginning. You win it at the end. Uh, I, I just think they're a better team because they have Trey Turner. They got some pitching. They're a better team. But I think other teams are, are better, too. So uh, the Phillies are in the mix. Uh, I, I'll say this. They are more of a legitimate contender than the 76ers uh, to win a title. More so. And, you know, I, I want you to tell me, Joel Embiid is a terrific talent. He's not a leader. Uh, he's hurt a lot, and we've seen that. And he'll score against teams, but he's not for a – the game's not a big man game anymore. It's played, it's played on the wings and the outside. It's not played at the center position. But that does, that hurts he, him. Yeah, that hurts him. Yeah, and he's not a rebounder. But he really Jokic, is playing magnificent. I mean, it's. Well, yeah, but he, uh, Jokic had 18 rebounds. Tell me the last they're time. They're both last great night. players. I mean, you know, they, you, you can have two great players. It, you know, I well, thought NBA yeah, got robbed last year on the MVP. All right, Howard, enjoy the games this weekend. Get on that lazy boy. Sit on your rump for 18 hours. Watch all six games. We'll talk about them next week. And we'll Let know me who tell you, hey, play. Joe, Joe, yeah. I'm bringing you in. Uh, I'll bring you a gift of cheese because you cheese. whine most of the time. Yeah, so I'm going to yeah, bring cheese. Cheese might have been what just sent me in the bathroom, by the way, just so you know. Well, so yeah, but you know what? You're, you're, all, oh. always ba- you're always in the bathroom because you're loaded with that stuff. <laughs> Figure <laughs> out what that stuff is. I agree. This is the part where I say <laughs> yeah. goodbye, goodbye, Howard. Goodbye, buddy. All right, there he is, the king, Howard Haskin. 215 <laughs> 592 All right, coming up, Jalen uh, Hurts. Um, his assessment of, um, you know, just how he's feeling. Uh, Elliot Shore Parks on the beat. We'll talk to Elliot sometime probably in the 12 o'clock hour about what Hertz is saying. That and more up ahead. Joe to Cameron, John Rich on WIP. Are you looking for tickets to our huge football games coming up? Well, do like I do and use the Game Time app for tickets to every event on the planet. 
you got sports, you got music, you got shows, great tickets, amazing prices, even on last minute tickets. And you can see exactly where your seats are in every venue. It's so quick, it's so easy. Just download the Game Time app, enter your email, use the promo code WIP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, that's promo code WIP for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Richard from Parks Casino on 94 WIP. Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Looking ahead to the weekend's game, obviously the Giants and the Vikings, one of the big ones, has direct implications for the Eagles. Questions in uh, is uh, who wins that game, Giants or Vikings? Who wins? You can certainly vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Hey, reminder, right around this time tomorrow, we'll talk to Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. joining us 1230 tomorrow. So looking forward to talking to Stephen A., John's former colleague there at uh, ESPN. We'll talk to him tomorrow. Also, we'll get into this segment uh, more on the Phils and Reese Hoskins, which we haven't talked about in a while, but we touched on uh, briefly there with Howard last segment when we were talking to Howard. We'll get to that soon as well your opportunity to join us 215-592-9494 a lot of conversation today oh and by the way we'll talk to elliot Shore parks and it will likely be this hour we'll find out when exactly but jalen hurts is speaking today um oftentimes these things can be a, a podium setting press conference this won't be a podium situation this will be as they call it in the business a scrum john a scrum like a rugby scrum at his locker room so not something we can air live because it doesn't have that sort of setting that that lends itself to finding out live what Jalen's thinking with the questions being able to be heard. Um, But Elliot is on the scene, and Elliot Shore Parks will call in to us after Jalen has spoken about how he's feeling, and we'll see what he says. 215-592-9494. In the absence of that information, and frankly even after it, because I think he'll downplay the injury. John, a lot of conversation from us and the callers today about the level of concern we have with the Hurts injury situation, and you, for one, frankly, looking toward the playoffs, not that concerned. Why? I've learned not to doubt Jalen Hurts. Jalen is the consummate professional, and he understands his body. He has learned through the years how to manage injury and still get out there and play with it, and I think it's really critical that Howard informed us that he was informed hey, Jalen, it's two weeks. It's a two-week injury. Don't expect to see him for two weeks. You know, that was way back when. You know, Howard told us about that after the fact. But two weeks to heal this thing up. Now what we're talking about after the Giants game, he's got two more weeks to get right with the help of an incredible medical staff and, and every advantage you could possibly imagine you know, from a sports science perspective. Jalen showed us after he was injured in the Bears game that he could still throw. There's no doubt about that. showed us in this last game against the Giants that he can throw just just fine. He, He looks like he is... For the most part, unhindered. Now, I don't know. You you didn't really see him unleash with the throwing. I saw them be extremely cautious with the way they managed his, you know, running. But I believe this team understands, I think we all understand, 
this team can't get where it needs to go if you hold back and you're conservative with the let's not dial up the RPO stuff because Jalen needs to be protected. We'll see. I he will right, be man. fine. I have faith in him. I think what he's shown us, you should have faith in Jalen also. Well, I got a lot of faith in Jalen. I have more faith in him when he's not injured. So, you know, I mean – it, it <laughs> I just I think you overlook you somehow you still overlook the fact that every guy is banged up and he is yes bang, yeah, you more overlo- banged up than some thank you but thank you. he is he's got two week two more weeks right. to get healthy and meanwhile he's out there practicing meanwhile he's out there every morning before practice before everyone gets there getting the athletic training help that he needs they're doing what they need to well, do. Well, I'll just say, and, and again, we'll get right to the phones, 215-592-9494. I, I didn't like what Sirianni said on Tuesday. Matter of fact, let's play that audio. Sirianni on Tuesday talking about the pain factor for Jalen in that last game. He came out um, of that uh, of that game so, a sore because, you know, it, it's, it's still healing, right? And, like, we didn't feel like we were putting him at any more risk of – of getting more injured, but we knew it was going to hurt him like hell, and he knew it was going to hurt him like hell. But that's the kind of uh, player he is. That's the kind of teammate he is. He fought through it because um, it, it was important for him to be out there, and he knew it was how important it was to him and his teammates for him to be out there. We'll say. I mean, I, I look, I hear the coach say that. He doesn't normally say much about injury. He went hurt like hell twice. That says something to me. Let's find out where everyone stands, your level of concern regarding the Hurts injury. To John's point, yeah, a couple more weeks before they got to play. But it's a big thing, man. It's a guy that would have been the MVP of the league, I believe. To the phones, let's talk to Joe right now. Joe, you're on WIP. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Good afternoon. Hi, Joe. Um, in regards to Hurts, I mean, after he got injured initially, they said that, uh, you know, they played it off like it wasn't anything too serious. You know, he heals fast. He's going to do a lot of rehabbing. And there's a chance that he may get back in the next week to play Dallas. Now it's three. It's more than it's three weeks later. He plays the Giants, and uh, he's not right. I mean, literally, he's not right. When you look at his, there's a few times they went to him during the game. You know, you look at his facial expressions. I don't know if he's if he's disgusted. He was. He wasn't focused. He wasn't his uh, normal. Um, he didn't have his normal look. He well, he was in pain. Okay, he was in pain. Now, come on. If, if he looked disgusted, it is very possible that it's because they dialed the offense back so much. He he wasn't permitted to run the things he normally would. But it's also possible, John, and I think reasonable, that he's disgusted and frustrated. I don't want to say disgusted, frustrated, that he has this magnificent season, and now when it gets to money time, he's not able to give it the full the full go. I mean, that would frustrate anybody. So I don't know that it's, you know, Joe, Joe disgusted with, someone externally it's just more he's just bummed out that this is his reality yeah. as as any human would be bummed he's it's accustomed to not feel he's accustomed to not feeling perfect it, it's it feels to me like joe you think everyone's out there you know hop skipping and no, jumping but, out it, like everyone is hurting to some degree but it's the only time this year he's, John, the, one, that, he's the only one that the coach said yeah he's hurting like hell but you could have said at that about 53 guys but, okay but it's the only time this year when he got hit by that bear it is the only time the entire season he stayed down for an extra couple yeah. beats. I think it was about five or six seconds. And now how many and then weeks missed, later? And then missed two games. How many weeks later are we? Well, it's, it's getting he, close to. He continues to heal. And they're doing everything they can to get him better. 
he will be better enough. And it is all about managing your body at this time. His body is his temple. You know, it's his job to make sure it's right. And he's doing everything he can. Right, that's, Joe, that's another thing Nick Sirianni told Joe, us. give me a big answer, man. A title within a title. What do you have? Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. That will work. And that was a great movie. There's no doubt about it. Really, really good movie. Sad on certain levels, but really, really good. Let's talk to Rav right now in Somerton. Hi, Rav. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Rav. Um, I think your life advice, unexpectedly, kind of like related exactly to the Eagle situation right now. Ooh, uh, I'm going to say a line. I think you're going you're gonna to appreciate the depth of it. That as a parent, when you have to tell your kid repeatedly over and over something, who's the one who's not listening? Right? So when you have to tell your kid who's in the shower and whatever, you got to make sure that they close it. But if you keep telling them and they're not listening, you got to do something the way that you're telling it to them, and you got to set them up for success. So, like, personally mm. for me, I would buy a shower door instead of a – I don't like them, but I would buy one to set my kids up for success. Um, <laughs> so with Nick Sirianni, I really feel like he's just setting Jalen up for success. He's like a parent. He's a coach. He's a parent. Like, that's, that's his job. Well, let me he's make sure I understand this. Your, your strategy would be to have a shower door instead of a curtain? Then yeah, I mean, flood, they close all the way. It doesn't flood over anywhere. Well, you yeah, also right? could leave it open just for well, what it's worth. But to me, not, I, all, not all tubs can take a door, though. Yeah, well, that's true, too. I but mean, I mean, they make you things you rav- can put on the, 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 if you keep the curtain, they make little plastic things that you can attach well, yeah, to it. That gets I'm a just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But, Rav, to me, you're being, we, you're being weak there on your kids if that's your thing. Your, your solution is they're not capable, therefore I'll make the adjustment as a parent? Oh, I'm saying you got to make adjustments also as a parent. I think any parent would say that. Like, if you want your kids yeah, to succeed, here's my, you got to make my, sure Here's that my adjusting, kid. That, that, that thing that you like doing, you're not I'd doing it I'd probably tell my kids there's no way I'm spending, you yeah. know, 800 bucks to re, refabricate my, my bathroom. I'd be a disciplinarian, man. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm probably never going to have kids, but if I did, I'd be a disciplinarian. I'm not I'm, saying I'd be Bobby I'm Knight, but I'd be. Coffee, but, you know, I do try to uh, discipline my kids <laughs> when it's. When they're ready for it. All right, Rev, give me a big answer, man. Something that's got a title within a title. Something great. Uh, Princess Bride. Has already been said. It's a good answer. Give me a different thing. Prince, uh, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries had not been said. You got it, man. A little uh, Anne Hathaway action there. I haven't seen that. I Is have that not seen that either. No, it's not my thing. But I'll tell you what I did like of hers. Uh, the Devil Wears Prada was very I good. I didn't see it's that. Great. Very good. Devil Wears Prada is super great. entertaining. Really a great movie. I mean, yeah, it, it is. No, and Meryl Streep's great in tremendous. it. Tremendous. And it's just entertaining. It's rewatchable. It's good. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, speaking of rewatchable, I guess Reese Hoskins will likely be rewatchable for the Phils in 2023 as their first baseman. But let, let's just kind of move into this for a moment here. All the Eagles talk still on the table and everything related to Jalen. But, guys, it is, you know, getting near mid-January. They haven't traded him. They haven't signed him. Now, maybe it's as simple, guys, as they're just going to say, Reese, come on back last year of your deal, and we'll see how it goes. And that's what they did with Gene Segura, by the way. And then they willingly And it happens just, in baseball all the time. It's not it like does football happen. where, yeah. Yeah, it's not like other sports where you say, oh, we're not going to get the guy long-term, better trade him now while we can't get something for him. I mean, baseball, it's pretty standard. Let a guy play the final year. and I mean, like the Washington Nationals, as an example, it's not like when they didn't come to terms with Bryce Harper, they traded him. Yeah, I Trey mean, Turner kept, this offseason, the Trey Dodgers. Turner. You know, there are so many examples. Yeah. Of that. Now, 
it's different when you're a contending team well, or Trey not Turner a contending Well, Trey Turner was team. traded to the Dodgers. True. And, you know, so it goes both ways. But it, it is does. a lot more common in baseball for guys to just play out their contracts than football yep. or basketball. But we know the Phillies are a contending team. Look, he, here's my thing. The Phillies have obviously made a determination on Reese Hoskins in this sense. It's not like Reese and his agent don't want a new deal. They want a new long-term deal, right? I mean, when, right. You, when you think well, yeah, they, at some point for sure. Yeah. Now, so, he might want to test the market. Some guys want that. He might want, want to that, test the know? market, but it wouldn't shock me, James, and I would put it at very likely that if they got the kind of deal from the Phillies now that they want, they would sign. I, would I think, think that's certainly possible. Yeah. Yep. And that, that deal has not been signed, which tells me Reese Hoskins will probably not get an extension prior to the start of the season, probably even during the season, and he will probably be playing on the final year of his deal this year. That's where my antenna is, my instincts. John, your, your sense of this thing. Uh, yeah, the fact that he's still here. The fact, I mean, we all know he's a lopsided player. By the way, can I just uh, say, let's remember when the season ended, the town was very split on him. We had polls. Keep him, keep him and sign him, trade him. I mean, he brought a lot of good and he brought a lot of bad. I mean, him booting that ball down the first baseline, was a disaster in the World Series. All right, John, I'm sorry I cut he you off. He was endlessly frustrating defensively. But the offensive side of things, it counterbalances it. I mean, he was still uh, amongst first basemen in the top ten around the league in terms of homers and slugging percentage and walk rate. And, you know, he he's good at the plate. And in today's world, look, after this coming season – uh, I do not think he'll be around for the defensive liability fact. But with the DH being viable, you know, all around baseball now, I, I think it's just a matter of time. They're going to wait it out, and he's going to go elsewhere when the season's over. But that right now they, they feel like they can still function with Reese at first base, uh, with Reese in the lineup, with Reese sometimes DHing, and they'll – They'll just handle it for this year. It, it feels, you know. I tend to I, agree. I, I tend to think that's what it is. I don't feel great about it. Well, I think, see, a lot of people wanted him gone when the season was over. I was very frustrated with him. And I, I just, I do think you have to bear in mind that uh, they, they put those feelers out. I'm certain of that. And because, yeah. I think a deal would have gotten done if the return on Reese Hoskins was going to well, be substantial see, enough for them to make a move. That's that's the other thing. And I was very clear when the offseason began, I didn't think the Phillies would get as much for Reese Hoskins as people might think they should because it's only one year left on his deal and because he is a player with all, all the flaws we see, the other general managers in baseball see also. Yeah, James, you think it's as simple as he's just more valuable to the Phillies to keep him for one year than trade him, even if they pivot and give that money elsewhere. It's just yeah, I keep think, him, and it's, that's, it's I, like I think literally it's, that simple. I think it's that simple. And, look, I, we all were frustrated with Reese in the playoffs and obviously the defense and all that, but I, I think we do get a little myopic with it. On the whole, he is a good baseball player. Like, he, is he is a good baseball he player. He is someone you want on your team. Like He is better than the average first baseman uh, as a whole baseball player. So, like – I, I get it, but I do think because of the, the magnitude of the bad moments, I think maybe we've been like, oh, he's got to go. Like, he's still a valuable player to have in your baseball team, and I think more often than not we'll be happy as a Philly than, than not this Well, season. he's also, and you said it right there, it's interesting, he is a Philly. 
And I mean that in a way that's different than Schwarber and Castellanos. He's a, a lifelong Philly, a, a, a professional lifelong Philly. So I, I think that stuff matters. It doesn't set it all in motion. But I think if they can try to find a way to make it work, it makes them happy because, you know, a fan base grows accustomed to certain players being on the team, and they, they, they try to lean into that when they can. It gives someone a little extra benefit of the doubt. Look, we'll present it to everyone at 215-592-9494. I mean, here we are getting close to about a month until the Phillies go to spring training. Reese hasn't been traded. He hasn't been signed. What do you think Dave Dombrowski should do with Reese Hoskins? It was a hotly discussed topic when the World Series ended. It really was. And nothing has changed yet. What do you think they should do? What do you think they will do with Reese Hoskins? 215-592-9494. That, in addition, all the conversation about Jalen Hurts. We'll also talk to Elliot Shore Parks perhaps this hour, perhaps early next hour. After Jalen Hurts speaks, we'll talk to Elliot, who's on the scene, to find out what Jalen says about how he feels and how he projects he'll feel in the playoffs. Let's go to Jimmy right now in West Philadelphia. Hi, Jimmy. Hey, how's, how's it going, fellas? Hey, Jimmy. Hey, man, happy New Year to you both, man. We're 12 days in and a day away from the weekend. It's a good thing right there. I like that, man. It seems like when you're an adult, like, time just seems to just go in warp speed. You know why that is, Jimmy? Why is that? Well, I have a theory. My theory is it's because every day is a smaller percentage of your life than when you were five going on six. Every day, every year was a bigger percentage of your life. Experiences were new back then. Exactly. And experiences, like, for instance, part of the reason I think time moved slow during the pandemic, the first month or two, and it did feel like a week was like three months. It really did. Uh, was because there was new experiences for us. I think when we're in everyday life mode, the normal life mode, you get older, it's a smaller percentage of your life, and the experiences are commonplace. And then, therefore, time feels like it moves faster. That's my theory. Well, it kind of makes sense. But back to football, man. Yeah. Listen, I say pump your brakes on all of the, you know, being scared of what's, you know, what's to come. Like, I look at it like this. My dad told me uh, the element of surprise is the greatest conqueror. No one's seen us going into this season, the regular season, you know, being having the best record in the league. No one's seen us. Like, we literally won, like, what, seven or eight games before we took our first loss. Like, what I look at is, like, we have, like, Sirianni, this is the second season with us going into the playoffs. I'm quite sure he's licked his wounds and learned from last year's experience, all of the adversities of this season. And when I say moving forward, we've checked all the boxes, you know, like individual and as a team where, you know, we've set records this season. So my thing is, what better way to cap off the season than to, you know, to finish out as champions? And with the veterans that we have in our locker room, with your Kelsey's, with our BG's, you know, with all everybody that we have collective, uh, collectively, I know that we are be able to you know get through their adversities you know moving into the playoffs I hope so. everybody has to show their hand every like you know that like, that's where we have the event everybody right now is going to show their hand and we can pick and you know and pick and choose what poison we want to you know present moving forward well we'll see we'll see how it goes jimmy give me a great answer man a title within a title inspector gadget Inspector Gadget. Boy, I liked Inspector Gadget. Speaking of when I was six years old, he was solid. It's a good TV show. I guess Inspector's a title. I think hey, so. Hey, you, you know, something he said there, it, it hasn't really dawned on me, I guess, until he just said that, hmm. that we have probably shown less of what we will be in the postseason than any of these other teams. Well, certainly in the last month. Yeah. yeah. I think the last month was sort of, you know, 
dabbling in a backup quarterback for two of those games yep. and just not playing to our full effect in two of those games. So we are more mysterious than any other team heading into the postseason. Wow, they're mysterious. Joe. Yeah. Look at you. You know, you got to – I mean, yeah, you can go back. They're going to go back and watch games from October and November, I guess, because it is the postseason. You're going to watch as much as you can as a as a – opposing coach preparing to face the eagles but you know the last month could throw teams off a little bit they have to prepare sure. for different things more limited looks well and the eagles clearly made a <laughs> enormous adjustment in the 2017 playoffs that was a new thing with how they ran the offense with Foles, and it was a part of the reason why they whomped the vikings and put up a 41 spot against the patriots I think those teams are like, what? What the heck is this? Mm-hmm. You know, with the adjustment that they made with Peterson and and Reich and DiFilippo, kind of recalibrating Foles with some different stuff. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Speaking of um, mysterious, John, someone passed away yesterday, and I always consider him mysterious. And I don't mean this as a joke. I mean this honestly. Jeff Beck, who passed away, everyone said he's one of the greatest guitarists of all time. I, I don't know any of his work. Really? I would always hear people say Jeff Beck was incredible. Like, what songs would I recognize of his? Because people say he's one of the two or three best of all time. Like, wh- like what what songs would I know of Jeff Beck? Have you ever heard the cover of People Get Ready? I don't know. Seltzer might have to dial it up. Like, I, when I listen to the radio and I'm listening to music, I never hear anyone ever say, that's the song Jeff Beck did. Well, so he was a, a very varied guitarist. Like, he played a lot. He played, like, you know, obviously rock, but jazz and fusion and did a lot of different things. He also played in, like, have you ever heard the Yardbirds? He was in I've, the Yardbirds. I've heard of them, but, I mean, what song would I know? He doesn't have any, See, like. See, this is like my Prince thing. I, it, people talk about talent, but well, at the, in the end of the bang. day. I mean, Prince has super No, no, big no Prince song. has some big hits, clearly. And he's got about five that I do like a lot. But my point is, I like when I know the songs and enjoy the songs. But you also don't seek out more Prince. Like, there probably is a lot of Prince songs you would like. You've just only yeah. heard, like, ten. So, and J- John, was like, Jeff God. Beck the man? Was he awesome? I mean, yeah, he was an unbelievable guitarist, but not the the front man guitarist slash singer guy. So maybe that's why it's a little bit yeah. blurred, like the knowing what songs were Jeff Beck, that that he was responsible for. I'm just saying, I I can't be the only person in society, upon his death, reading the articles, it's like, look, I've heard of this guy a ton. I hear everyone say he's amazing. I just don't know his work. I just don't. John, James, if you want to, at 1 o'clock, bring us back with whatever you think is the most famous Jeff Beck song, and we'll see if I recognize it. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Matt right now in Claymont. Hi, Matt. Hey, guys. Great show touch on Hoskins in a minute, but, you know, just for the Eagles season, this has been kind of a choppy year. You know, they had the one span where they played three games in 11 days, and then they yeah. only played like three games over 30 days. You know, in the past, the Philadelphia had the best team in the league record-wise. This city would be going nuts, and I don't know what the vibe is. I, of course, we're going to support it. Matt, them. I agree with you. I got to tell know? you, man, I got I'm telling you, I have multiple theories on that. I was actually saying that to James a few days ago. This has felt to me – like an unusually emotionally underwhelming 14 and 3. First off, we don't even know what 14 and 3 feels like. We never had one before, but you know what I mean. 13 and Absolutely. 3, there about. Look, here are my theories, because I actually have them written down right in front of me, Matt. Here are my theories. Hertz's personality is boring. Eagles won the Super Bowl five years ago, and maybe that's taking some of the edge off seeking a Super Bowl. 
Absolutely. Sirianni is different and a little annoying sometimes. He's certainly unconventional. The RPO offense is certainly different than we're used to seeing. It's not the classic McNabb-type offense that we got accustomed to. It's, I, I, it, they're incredibly effective at it, but I don't find it as aesthetically pleasing. I just, just man, being honest, I like when a quarterback just zips the ball all over the place. The Phillies thing obviously played a factor for a while, and yeah, maybe there was some things up a little. some lingering there. Here's another one, Matt. There were really very few big games. Yes. I mean, well, remember they, heading into the season, we looked at our schedule and yeah. we said this is an easy schedule. Sure. The team might not be great because we didn't know yeah. Jalen Hurts would be as great yeah. as he was. I mean, but the schedule will help us make the playoffs. Right. That was the thought and it's heading true. into the season. It happens. But then when we played teams that ended up being better than expected, there was a point in time this year. I remember a stat that we talked about in six games against teams with winning winning records we were five and one sure. to, to that point in the year and the average margin of victory was 20 points no i so get that it but, it, but it's a complete lack of drama matt i no, i john i agree and matt my point is even the game that would have been the biggest game the game versus dallas it lost a ton of zip because jalen didn't play not to mention the eagles are up like as if for instance when the eagles played the house of, uh, house of pain game in 91 right so they're going into the dome to face the oilers in houston wrecked them like there was drama built into, oh, my God, let's see how the Eagles' defense fares against Warren Moon and those receivers. In a game, by the way, that was critical for the Eagles to win to try to make the playoffs as they were getting near the end of the year. This season didn't have any of that. None of that. Well, I, I think Jalen will be fine. He's played 20 minutes of football in over five weeks when you think about it. Played in the middle. He had two weeks off before, like 21-day rest. They're gonna, I think he will be fine. You know, like some say, you know, they got the greatest trainer system, you know, in sports, these pro teams. I mean, he's going to be right. absolutely fine. You know, I he agree. led them to six scoring drives. Six times they scored in that game. Yeah, and they, they, they put really the ball in the end zone. I know, I know. You know All right, Matt, give um, me a big-time answer here, man. Something with a title within the title. This is the winner, King Kong. King yeah, Kong's a good, a good answer. Great answer. It's a really good answer. Guys, what's the answer? James, John, what's the answer to this question? What was the what was the most hyped Eagles game of the season? What, what, what game felt biggest to you? Um, I and mean, if you say Dallas, it's a shame. Well, I was going to say the, fir- the first Dallas game, that, that Sunday night or whatever it was, Monday night, the first one when they were, went to 6-0, it would have been the most hyped if it weren't for the Phillies being on right now. Yeah, there. but remember, Dak didn't play, so that took away right. that Yeah, you're one. right. That did. That did. Like, it, to me, it almost feels like the Eagles incredibly went through 17 games, and there wasn't one game at 12.59 or 4.24 or 8.19, whatever time the game's about to start, where it's a minute before the game and I'm geeked out. Well, you know what's wild about that is that, that there's a stat going around. The Eagles and the Niners are the only two teams that have six wins against current playoff teams. So, like, the Eagles did beat as many quote-unquote good yeah. teams this year as anyone else did. But Some of that, though, is phony baloney. I mean, there's the expansion of the playoffs, and I'm not saying the Eagles beat the seven seed, but as if, for instance, they beat the Giants twice through the six seed, but it's the six seed that didn't even have to play the last sure. game. I don't know. I, yeah. I, there, there weren't. No, no there, there, was, were, there were not well, dramatic again, games. It, Remember it also, when we played the Packers? That was supposed to be a dramatic game. But at that point in the season, the Packers right. were just not themselves. Well, it comes I, back to something we were talking about. Like, there just aren't that many dominant great teams this year. There aren't that many games where you're like, wow. Like, it's like the, the Bills-Bengals was the other night before, you know, everything happened. Or, or these games where it's like the Bills and Chiefs earlier in the year. Like, we haven't had that many of these, like, five yeah. teams that we think can win at all playing each other. 
Well, I agree with you. I, I Look, I just – here's the way I'll sum it up from my end. If you had told me at any time in my life that I was really conscious of the Eagles, like from the age of five on, that there would be a year when the Eagles would only lose three regular season games, whether you call it 13-3 and three, or in this case because the playoffs got expanded uh, – the regular season got expanded to 17 games, 14-3. and three. If you had told me there's a year the Eagles go 14-3, and three, I would have thought that it would have felt – more compelling is that fair yeah it was it was compelling but we because they were so far and away dominant i i, I came to expect and dominance we we were well that's part remember, of it. We, we were trying to figure out like what on earth can we point to to say like wow that needs help that area needs major improvement right. and we're talking about like Britton Covey. Right. And We're talking about Aaron right. Sipos stinking. Right. No, you're right. One other thing I'll say, and I said it earlier, but I'll bring it back again. While it's a tremendous positive for the Eagles that Hurts is so focused, I mean, it's a great thing. I do think his personality does not lend itself to an additional level of excitement or intrigue that comes when Joel Embiid's the centerpiece. Iverson's the centerpiece. Barkley's the centerpiece. It's just different. I don't know. Again, it's it's almost like being a fan of Tim Duncan instead of Kobe Bryant. Duncan and Kobe were contemporaries. Their careers almost completely overlapped each other. They both won five titles. They were both spectacular. They were just about equal NBA players in different ways. Personally, I would choose Duncan over Kobe. Most fans choose Kobe. It's very close, though. They were both great. But there's no doubt following Kobe for 20 years – was more interesting it was more compelling than following tim duncan for 20 years right i mean seltzer is that a fair way to frame it yeah i think that's fair because duncan was just very matter of fact handle his business and that's kind of what jalen is and it's i don't know it's just it's just it's just been different let's go to the phones you can respond to any of this obviously we got a whole bunch of topics on the table it hurts his injury and how it projects in the playoffs the experience of being an eagles fan this year what we were just talking about. Reese Hoskins, what you think the Phillies should do with him. Let's go to Greg in Lansdale right now. Hi, Greg. Hey, what's going on? I have a couple of disagreements with you. Okay. Number one, you were talking about Jalen Hurts not being a, like a nationwide personality, getting a lot of commercial deals. Um, within your analysis, you compared him to Peyton Manning and Charles Barkley. Now, well, Both well, of those guys yeah, okay. are, are legendary athletes that have been in their respective leagues for sure. you know 15-plus years. Jalen's only been in the league for three seasons. Yeah, can't we just like hold off on that type of analysis going to the mass public and say, "Hey, we can. Jalen Jalen needs to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Then we can take a look at where he's going to be on the national sure. platform." Sure, but just but Greg, just know why that topic came up. It came up because a player insinuated accurately that when Hertz gets the big contract, it'll be a problem for the Eagles' salary cap. And my point was. It hurts that he's not a bigger national presence making the way NBA. Like, James Harden took less money this year, in part because he's got made all this money off the floor, including all the money on the floor. So the reason I reference that is, like, let me put it this way. I'd be willing to take less money at WIP if I was making $100 million in endorsements. Well, off the end, you know, you see, what, like, see you? what I'm saying? Like it, it, it. Yeah, yeah. But can I put it this way? Sure. To you, if if I'm an NFL player, I'm willing to take less money to go play with Jalen Hurts and win a Super Bowl. 
So I think Jalen. Well, we'll see. We'll say. We'll say. I, I mean, going, you know, normally that's the older. That's normally that's the older player, and normally that's only a little bit of a discount. You won't. You will and, not, Greg. You will not find many fifth-year players that hit free agency that say, "I'll take." Sixteen million to play with Hertz and have a better shot at winning a title than twenty-five million. That's just not going to happen fair. that often. Yeah, that's fair. My second disagreement is going back to the shower incident, where you know something happens with, with, with your children and you give instruction, and yeah. then the same thing happens again. Okay, and then it happens again. At some point, you need to take a step back and say, okay, whatever can go wrong is going wrong right now, and it's not that I gave you know, unclear directions. It's that this shower configuration is poorly configured and poorly designed. I, as a parent, need to stand up and, you know, implement a solution where a flood is not possible. I'd rather pay for a shower door or a glass enclosure than pay for a flood. All right, I get you, but I I also think we were going on the premise, the way the guy framed it, that it is reasonably... Likely that reasonably it, avoidable that it can be if they just put properly. the curtain in. Yes, I it mean, of, of course, if there's avoidable. a flaw in the structure, you'd be right. But that's not it the way be, this guy framed the question. It would be more avoidable to just reconfigure the shower. Yeah, well, you can also just put towels down there. I don't like the message that sends to my kids. I agree by with the way. John. I agree like, with John. hey, you messed up four times in a row, even though I told you this needed to be different, and so now I'm going to go like dig into my wallet to fix it for you. I, I think that creates a situation where they're not yeah. owning their own liability in this situation. I mean, Greg, you're right if it can't be closed. But if it can be closed, then I, I don't like your approach. Greg, give, yeah, me a great, well, give me a great answer, man. A title within a title. Uh, man, I, I, I don't have anything for you. All my answers have been taken, but thank <laughs> you, right. guys. All right, buddy. Appreciate Thanks, the Greg. call. 215-592-9494. We'll talk to Elliot Shore Parks in the 1 o'clock hour. Jalen Hurts, what he's saying, how he's messaging the injury situation. We'll see what Elliot says about that. Much more up ahead as well. Any of these topics you can respond and react to. Joe, say it again, Seltzer. What are you saying back there to me? Oh, there we go. I got a commercial read. Happy to do it. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, let me tell you about PI Dental. PI Dental Center in Fort Washington with decades of experience in complex dental treatment. I've been a patient for PI Dental, PI dental for over 20 years. My mom's been a patient for over 30 years. They're phenomenal at what they do. Dr. Glenn Wolfinger, Dr. Robert Slough, they're board-certified prosthodontists, and they specialize in the restoration and replacement of teeth. Um, they just can – if you have an, a situation with your mouth where it really causes you a problem from a self-esteem standpoint, maybe it's related to how you chew, maybe it's related to pain, how you look, whatever it might be, they can flat help you out of PI Dental. Or uh, Originators of the Teeth in a Day, a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth on the same day as the implants are placed for dramatic transformations in one day. Visit PIDentalCenter.com. That's PIDentalCenter.com to request a complimentary new patient evaluation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.